Jesus says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Bread. For those of us that live in such a prosperous country as our own, bread is often thought of as some sort of vessel that delivers other food to our mouths, or as a side dish that might accompany a main course, or even a topping that might be added for some flair. We place our deli meat between two pieces of bread. We might begin a meal out at a restaurant with a basket of bread. We might even bake up that bread into tasty croutons and put those on top of our salad to give it just a little bit of crunch. But for most of the rest of the world, bread is much more central. Bread often is the meal. For most of the world, if you have bread, you live. And if you don't have bread, you might well starve. And that's the context that Jesus was speaking into. That's what he was dealing with when he taught his disciples to pray, give us this day our daily bread. And so pastors and teachers throughout the ages of the church have understood that Jesus here was teaching us to pray for everything that is needful for life itself. Luther, of course, gives us a whole list of things that we just recited from the Catechism as examples of the types of things we are to pray for in this prayer. You see, when we stop to ask God for daily bread, it is not only a prayer, but it also carries with it an important belief or confession. For to ask God for bread is to admit in the end that we cannot provide bread for ourselves apart from God. And so every time we pray, give us this day our daily bread, we are to do so with the humility that is worked through the understanding that every good gift we have comes from God. That is true whether those gifts come to us because of a paycheck we receive, or from a friend or a neighbor, or if they grow up directly out of the ground itself. Whatever the source, the ultimate source is God. He is the giver of every good gift. We're also encouraged in this petition to pray for a particular kind of bread, that is daily bread. Now again, we live in a prosperous society where we are often taught that we should know exactly how we shall take care of ourselves five or ten years into the future, not to mention at the eventual date of our retirement. So for us who often plan so far out, or at least are told to, praying for daily bread can almost seem ridiculous. After all, for many, the bread that they will use today has been paid for with funds that have already been stored up for months, if not years, before. We live in a society that tells us that living from paycheck to paycheck is a sign of being in financial crisis. And so maybe the concept of daily bread is almost too foreign to our experience, 
to understand easily what this petition entails for most people as they pray it. We often think that only having enough for the day is a dread situation to be feared rather than a blessing to be counted. But God would have us put away such thoughts. He would have us rejoice when all we have is enough for the day. And he would tell us not to be anxious or worry about tomorrow, for he has promised to provide. Our text for tonight reminds us of why it is that we can pray this prayer with such confidence. Even as many of us over the last several days have spent the most parts of our day tucked away warmly inside of our homes, there are many of God's creatures who have been outside surviving, even amidst all that snow being piled up by the force of the wind. And you know who's been taking care of all of them? Well, God has. He's been providing them the daily bread that they need each day. And that being true, Jesus would have us ponder the following question. Do you really think that God will take care of the squirrels and the wolves and the tiny little insects and then forget to take care of you and your needs? Do you really think that he values you less than he does them? No, instead, he values you much more. So you are called to live in gratitude and generosity. Gratitude for what you have received and with generosity, not fearing for the future. The truth is, often when we pray this prayer, our hearts are not holding firmly to the convictions this prayer is based on. As I mentioned, we often think that we are the ones who provide our daily bread through hard work. I mean, each of us at times can challenge any toddler's persistence with our insistence that this thing or that thing in our garage or in our house is mine. I earned it, and it's mine. We often live with an idea that many of our blessings we think we simply provided out of thin air. Yes, especially in our world where we get so many of our blessings delivered from means other than directly out of the earth. We are often tempted to forget God's crucial role in providing everything that we end up with. And finally, we also are always, or many times, wanting to question God's assertion that to have daily bread, to have enough for the day, is truly to have what we need. The truth is, many times we feel quite uneasy if daily bread is all that we have, even though that's all that God has told us to pray for. All of these actions in the end reveal that at times our hearts are not as certain as they should be, that God indeed will provide what is needful for today, today, and for tomorrow, tomorrow. We often think we need to have some sort of further assurance or insurance that will prove that we will be okay if God doesn't come through on his promise to provide. Now, if that isn't the way to craft an idol in your heart or your mind, I don't know what is. Yes, this entire prayer 
that we focus on tonight is based on that idea that we trust God to give us what is needful every day. So when we realize that our trust in that statement is not always as strong as it should be, we ought to then be ashamed and fall before our Lord again. And there before our Lord we will hear these words. He will say to us, I've given you my only begotten Son, in order that your sins might be forgiven, in order that you might have life both now and for eternity. Do you really think I would give you that and then not take care of all of the other things you need as well? Of course I will. My love for you is perfect and my power knows no end. You're free to seek the kingdom of God because I've promised you that I will provide all other things you need. So come again and rest at the foot of the cross, for there you will truly learn how much I love you. There you will see just how much I will provide for you. I watch over the sparrows. I watch over the ants. You're far more valuable to me than them. So rest in me. And continue to pray. Give us this day our daily bread. Amen.